Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcasts in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 106 of Podcasts in Death. And this is actually our two-year anniversary. Ooh. I don't know if we I don't know if we actually Crazy. released the first episode on the 18th. So I don't know, but I think as you're listening I know to we, this last week is right. the anniversary. But it was very close to that, the 16th or the 18th, right. something like that. So um So it would be it, that's our two year anniversary episode. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. Um, well, it'll be this one will be released a little bit after. But right. Okay. Exactly. A little bit, but who cares? Yeah. Who but you know and of course the one person that we talk about in this um in this podcast more than nora is our friend susan erickson and um she actually her episode was one of the most popular or is one of the most popular episodes that we've ever done and so of course for the two year anniversary we were going to ask susan erickson back yes um and she very graciously said that she would join us for our two-year anniversary which she did and who else joined us for our two-year anniversary were some of our patrons from our patreon um i think we had maybe 18 or so yeah right around there and it was it was wonderful they were all fantastic yeah as usual, our fans. I mean, was all, all of our fans are fantastic. Um, yeah, it was really, lovely. really. They had some really, really great questions. Like right. Lucky had some amazing questions, and of course Dana and right. DC and so, Janet. Yeah, so, yeah. So for time. this episode, as we've already said before, um, you know, the last time we talked to Susan about really technical stuff, and that was great, and we loved it. This time we just wanted to talk to her about the series. And um, so, yeah, we just chatted about the series and it was really fun. It was like, you know, yeah. chatting with another one of our friends who's a yeah. fan of the series. So um, we really hope you enjoy this episode and thanks again for two years and all right, on to the episode. Have fun, Have fun guys. Enjoy. Susan Erickson is here, guys. Okay. Do we have anybody else waiting? Yeah, we have Jasmine waiting. Admit Susan Erickson. And I'm going to have to unmute Susan Erickson. Do I remember how to do that? (laughs) Do I remember how to do that? I don't know. We talked about we're you professionals guys, you, here. I was not here last week for you when you guys rehearsed. Oh, we did this. Yeah. Last week. We did it. Can we you hear me? All- yes, we can hear yes. you. Hey, hear you. Awesome. Oh no! Oh no! You can't hear us. Why can't I hear you? Let's see. Well, okay. because my sound is turned off. <laughs> oh yeah. I who deal okay. in audiobooks. <laughs> you know, yeah. it happened. You know. Um, so as you can see, we have got an audience this time. Hi, gang. Uh, 
These are our <laughs> lovely and wonderful patrons. Yeah. Yeah, we have a, a Patreon account, and these people actually pay to listen to us. Wow. <laughs> are you nuts? <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are. They, they kind of are, so yes. I mean... We haven't figured out why they <laughs> like us, but hey, we'll take it. Yeah. Right. Hi, Claire. Hey. Yes, man. Hey, Nisi. <laughs> All right. Look at Nisi wearing her Michigan shirt. Seriously. All right, Nisi. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> She's muted. <laughs> That's okay. I know. If you have something to say, put it in chat and, you know, we can totally only just cheat her. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so, hey, Susan. <laughs> Hi, Amy. <laughs> Welcome to the show once again. Thank you. Um, this is our second anniversary. Congratulations, you guys. It's crazy. That's pretty cool. Absolutely. It, it, yet, you know, who knew? <laughs> and you're still talking to Not us. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we talk to each other more than we talk to probably our own families. Correct. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That's probably true. That is absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I talk to my family. Well, AJ and I probably talk to our families more than you talk than you talk to yours. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But yeah. Okay, well, that always makes you look bad. Fine. Anyway, <laughs> I wasn't so, doing that. Come on now. Um. So, uh, one thing you specifically said in your message was uh, <laughs> on, an, on an update on the hot dog uh, is not a sandwich debate. And before we do that, I have two questions. Yes. For you. First of all, um, has your opinion changed at all? Absolutely not. A hot dog is a sandwich. Okay. Um, what is the consensus of the Kalachi Erickson uh, household? Um, I think we'd all say that four out of four, hundred oh, percent. Meat strong. items within bread. Sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. You know. I mean, I don't know why there's, <laughs> oh man, we had a couple of weeks ago, we had, um, Alison Brennan on, who's an author who's written several books. Um, and she also says hot dog is a sandwich. So I feel like I'm in good company. I've got you and I've got Alison Brennan and I don't care about any of these. Other people. <laughs> I do, but Anyway, so yeah, welcome to the show once again. And for this show, um, what we thought we'd do is because last time we asked you a lot of questions about technical stuff, we just want to talk to you about the series. Sure. Because you're a fan of the series. We're fans of the series. Definitely. So we just want to talk about the series. And I just want you to know, I just finished recording <gasps> a new one, Desperation and Death. And it's and so good. It is so, so good. And I kept thinking to myself, is there, can I just share a tiny little, <laughs> any little morsel? And I thought, no, I specifically signed in my contract. So I will not do that. So I, all I can tell you is, is it's called Desperation and Death, but you probably knew that, um, but it's really, really good. Yeah. Not that they aren't all, but some right. are just kind of right. hit that sweet spot. She so. has um, put a, uh, I think the first chapter up online. She does that. Oh, um, so cool. we can, but it's it from is. the first chapter, it seemed like Eve was going to be going through some stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. So looking forward to that. It'll be here before we know it. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, in fact, they already contacted me about, oh, by the way, so we'll send you, be sending you the next one in October. And it's like, oh, I just finished this, but that's great. <laughs> like, keep writing, Nora. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know if you know this, there was a little um, controversy a few months back regarding that book. Um, I, yeah, I, I got a vague little touch of that. I was sort of looking at some comments from the podcast, but I, I just, it was in the middle of doing, you know, 10 other things and I didn't have time to really follow it through. Yeah. So they um, put the audiobook up on Amazon and on the, uh, the main website with a different author. I mean, with a different uh, uh, narrator. And we were all like, oh, yeah. what the hell is going on? <laughs> the fandom on? went nuts. Let me tell you what. Yes. They were like, no, this is Please, not okay. There was widespread panic. It's not okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> then poor Laura, Nora and Laura were just like, no, no, no. This was a this was a glitch. We it's were fine. we were ready to go down to the main offices. Yeah, you know, we were with signs just as season. We were gonna yeah, yeah. Yes, Norma Ray. You know. <laughs> we're gonna call the manager. Right. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I saw that and and somebody somebody uh I think I got a uh, an email from uh you know a, a listener who said, What's going on? And I and I said, I have no idea, but no, it's it's me. So I did contact um, the publishers and said, you might want to just, um, you know, put a little something out there. And yeah. they said, oh, we'll do that. So That's I guess yeah. somebody caught it. Yeah. 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 It's fixed now. But yeah, there was yeah. a little bit of panic. Yeah, there for, that, yeah, that would well. have panicked me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. Right. Oh, this is how I yeah, find yeah. out you're firing me? What? Yeah, yeah. We're all here, like <laughs> getting upset for ourselves, and <laughs> but for you, <laughs> Thank you. hold on. No. So well, we're glad that you know it's all taken care of. Now we can all stop panicking. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at my notes, and this episode's going to be so um, uh, you know, all over the place. So par- uh, I apologize ahead of time, but um, there's been things we've talked about on the the uh, podcast that were like oh we need to get susan's opinion on this oh, <laughs> just gonna throw some questions out i mean one is this came up in the last one as i saw a thread either on twitter or reddit or something like that uh is listening to audiobooks actually reading is it reading did you read a book if you listen to audiobook i mean that that was at the discussion there were so many people saying like no you've listened to you haven't read a book I think, um, <laughs> golly, I would say you've read the book. Uh, I think you've you've read the book plus, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, because would you say if this was in the way that audiobooks used to be, as you know, for the blind community, the right. visually impaired community, it was a way for them to read the book when you read a book to a child, you're reading the book. Um, You're just experiencing it. uh, uh, I mean, the story is being conveyed in the whole world and you're experiencing the ride that the author is giving you. And I, I, I think it's just a different way. It's, you know, reading 
uh, with quotation marks around it. If you want to put it, I, I, I also kind of think what a stupid argument to get into. Yes. Don't we want everybody to be uh, uh, inhaling as many books as possible and exploring different ideas and and uh, worlds and um, uh, points of view? Don't isn't that like the greatest thing? Not only yeah. fun, but important. And so to get caught in sort of the weeds with that dumb kind of mm -hmm. stuff is like, oh, God, get a life. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of the consensus that we had when yeah. we talked about yeah. it on the show. Oh, sure. And also, you know, um, there are times when I can read something, I can read the book or whatever, and, you know, but then listen to it later. And there's different takeaways just based on how you are reading and, you know, like, Oh, you know, she read Eve as saying something, you know, in this way, which kind of completely changes the whole, you know, color of the, of the sure. scene. And whereas I read it this way and I didn't even, didn't even occur to me that it could have been, maybe she, you know, meant this, you know, and it all comes from hearing somebody else read. Yeah. And certainly that's kind of one of the, bargains you kind of make with your reader when so you're you're listening to a narration is that you're going to at least like you say for that trip go along with them and you will trust that they are an honest interpreter of the text the story the characters and the stuff um I think, you know, after doing is, I can't remember if this is 52 or 54. I, um, there's actually more than that. Cause she did have those little novellas, you know, here and there. Um, but, um, you know, I, I feel like it's just like when you've had enough conversations with your mom, uh, when your mom writes you a letter or sends you a text or an email, you can hear your mom saying it and you know how your mom probably 95% of the time is going to say that because you're right. such a, a body of work, as it were, <laughs> of yeah. your lifetime with her, you know. And so you can pretty much trust that you're getting the tone, as you were saying. Mm -hmm. So um, I think... Um, but I also think that's one of the really nice things um, about reading a book, you know, the, the physical book, because there's sometimes that books are so precious to me that um, I already have an established sort of way to hear them and experience them. A, a big example, I'm a huge Jane Austen fan. Um, my dad's an English literature professor. And so he introduced me to those books and he gave those books to me at certain times, you know, when I was growing up and I read those and, you know, um, the, those, no, I'm not going to allow anybody else to interfere with that little bubble <laughs> I created, you know, because it's just too, so I, even though I love those stories, like, Except for the Masterpiece Theater, Pride and Prejudice, with um, uh, Colin Firth. Yeah, the best you know? Pride and Prejudice. 
Yes. He's only still my heart. prejudice adaptation. But, you know. <laughs> That's the only one that I've ever listened to or watched. Mm -hmm. Because when I started seeing something else, it was like, ah, this cringe, you know, or wrong, wrong, wrong. So I just decided I don't need to interfere with that. So, you know, I think that's why, you know, a person has a choice to do whatever they want to, whatever format works for them. Hooray. That's great. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Long-winded explanation. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> also the best explanation. So mm -hmm. we'll take it. Right. We agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one question that came up a couple of times among, you know, some of our listeners and us too. Um, so when you get a text, when you get these books uh, and you notice, because we talked before about sometimes there's errors. Right. When you notice an error, do you self-edit or do you, okay, that's an error, but I'm just going to keep it in and then make a note and let them know first. And then, you know, they'll tell me if they want me to fix it. It depends what kind it is. If it's, um, I mean, so there's like, they forgot to say, uh, you know, an article like, uh, an airplane instead of they say, I went to airplane, which, you know, mm -hmm. it wouldn't say that obviously go ahead and do. Um, and if they've may accidentally every once in a while, what was, I can't remember what the book was. There was some book where clearly she had started out with one of the characters, um, with, um, a, di a different name and then she changed their mind. Mm. And she forgot somebody missed it, didn't go back and double check. Oh, his name is Fred now. So let's make sure Fred's not Jonah or whatever, you know. Right. Um, so um, that I'll obviously fix, but I'll send him a note um, hoping they can get, you know, uh, correct it before it goes out. Because, you know, most of these are simultaneous release with the novel. Right. Uh, the hard copy. Right. So, you know, I can save them a lot of embarrassment and, you know, trouble later. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's been, but those are the ones that come to mind. Mm -hmm. but yes, I mean, I'll definitely, uh, sometimes it's something that's like, oh, that's really clunky. But I, you know, that's her writing. And so what I have to do is... I have to play around with it so that I can make it sound like it's not a mistake or someone's or the character sounds stupid unless they're supposed to sound stupid, you know? So right. that, yeah. that's on me to be, okay, clearly if this doesn't sit on me, I haven't found, I haven't heard it right in my head. So I've got to play around with it. Right. Yeah. Do you know if you get, um, to read from like an ARC or, or the final copy. Do you I get the, she, uh, they are very scrupulous about, because like they'll sometimes send me um, the text, the file for the text. And they'll say, this is just a prep version, not the final mm. version. That's to help me get going so I can be ready to roll if for some reason. Um, and um, 
they have before, like um, for this last one, I noticed it said fourth pass, fourth final pass. Mm. So they've clearly, it's gone through the editors, the proofers on their end. Right. Because Susan, we need to talk to you about, um, <laughs> which one was it? Survivor and Death. Survivor, Survivor and Death. Um, okay, you have to forgive me. I've done so many of these, yeah, and I forget which story it's that the is. One with, it's the one with Nixie, the little girl that they take in for, because her family's murdered. Oh, yes. I love okay. that story. Oh, yeah, so do we. Yeah. We, 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 we had a great time with that recording. You might want to listen to it, because it's really funny. Okay. <laughs> um, um, I, I'll let AJ explain. Yeah, because we, we ultimately, we've decided to start, we decided a long time ago to start naming the uh, the episodes. Then we ultimately named that when um, Susan Erickson is fucking with people is what we named oh! that because um, there were so more than any other book. There were so many um, differences between the text and the audiobook. I mean, like whole passages. Yeah, it was weird. And it I have the I really have the ARC of that book and the regular. The, print co- or like the final what does copy. ARC me that's an advanced reader copy oh so I yeah. I had that I had that was the first one I ever got and I had read it for I had won it from Adwolf Nora's old website um but yeah it was so weird because I we checked it against that and we checked it against the regular like book the final release Dude, we were like, <laughs> and some of it i mean all of the all of the stuff that you said was it just added to the scene so we were like i think she just decided that hey this scene needs more uh, yeah, you I'm, said gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go i'm gonna keep going so, yeah that was our, that was what we yeah. decided you did and it's fine with us we're good with it yeah so. kind of like fan fiction in a way you did uh, yeah you, know, you were like oh okay man. i think that, that cut off too soon i'm gonna add some dialogue here and okay. no 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 i my job i read the thing that they send me oh, and we know that it was just so funny we were that just is like, so right, funny i have to weird? listen to that yeah. yeah, it was so strange. We were like, I don't understand what because it's ob- you know, obviously here. we get you, like you were saying the the small differences, you right. know, here and there, and it's not usually a big deal. But yeah, wow. that one, for that one, some was... reason, like whole scenes were missing. Oh you were reading well, the missing, whole scene. They, they weren't missing. They were missing from the book, not from right. the narration. Right. It was like, what in the heck? Like, yeah, the, like that whole. There someone was like just a whole wrote chapter with... eight with Eve and Nadine. Thank oh, you, wow. Dana. Mm. Yeah. Of course, Dana knows. Of course, Dana knows. She's got whole spreadsheets on, on her show. <laughs> Do you this really? Is, this is true. She, she does. does. Dana, Dana, one, Dana was on one of our shows. She was yes. a guest. She asked wow. a trivia question oh. of how many fucks, how many times has uh, the word fuck appeared in all of the books? <laughs> and she because knew. She's got a spreadsheet. She knew, and um, I actually, I, I won. I got the closest without doing it. She did. She what did. was it like, ballpark? Um, I said 2,500. And it was, and it ended up being 2,700. 34, I think. Yes. Well, there's more to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> she also that is, figured that out. That is the only spoiler she can give us. That yes, there are I can give you that. There's more fucks in this book. <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. We love that. The other question she had was, which book had the most? 
and um, it, that was treachery. And I don't treachery. know if you remember that one. That one was the one where there was the other um, yeah. police lieutenant who was heading um, illegals. That oh, that was a good one too. That was a really yeah. good one. Yeah. Well, you needed a lot of the F word for that. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently we you say, had the most. Can we say the F word? We're just in a block. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I, yeah. I've just said it. Like 13 <laughs> times. Right, that's right. They listen to us every week. They, they don't mind the word and they read the books. So <laughs> that's right. No delicate ears. Here. No, no, no. Delicate ears here. Yeah. So, all right. What's our next question? So I know that you don't, I mean, it's hard even for us to, to keep track of all of the books. Can you think of it, one of the books that stood out to you? You know, one that I still really liked a lot. Um, well, there are a lot of them, but a couple of them that I, I just thought was really fun was the one, um, what, I, what would it be called? Um, it's the one where there was like the sort of satanic guy the so, sort of the early, it was an yeah. earlier one. Ceremony. Oh, ceremony? Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, oh, I think that's where Jamie Lindstrom comes in. Yes. Is yes. It? Yeah, his sister, Indeed. right. Yep. And I, 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 well, I just always love doing, you know, phony baloney, you know, sort of Transylvanian, Russian, demonic <laughs> right. accent. So I'm going to go for that 100%, you know. Um, um, and, uh, but I really, I, I really liked that on a lot of levels because I liked that she was, you know, every once in a while, um, Nora goes into kind of, kind of, and, and I think, um, um, Mr. Mira has said this, that maybe she's a little bit of a sensitive herself too. Yeah. That's, been that's why up. she's mm -hmm. really good at this. And I like, I think it's kind of cool when every once in a while she often against her will, you know, sort of starts maybe feeling like maybe there's something going on a different layer. And I think that's kind of fun that she explores that, but she never takes it you know, so that suddenly Eve turns away from her kind of, you know, nuts and bolts kind of character. But that was really good. And I really loved, um, I love that Jamie is now 80 million stories later, still a part of it. And we've seen, mm -hmm. I really, it's, it's frustrating sometimes. And Dana, maybe <laughs> I should get in touch with you. It's, it's frustrating then you have a character like, that was from 2006. I have no idea how that person sounded. And then I've got to, you know, scramble to try and find their voices and um, figure out, okay, well, how long technically is that supposed to be series-wise? Is that just a year ago or three years ago or is it 10 years ago? You know, because real time is not the same as Eve time, right? Right. Um, so, um but anyway, so I love how she keeps pulling certain characters. And now I know enough about that she likes to do that, that if we get a really good character who survives, <laughs> um, <laughs> that I got to think twice, like there's a character in this book that I just, that just happened, that I'm sure she is going to be a new regular person um, who's helping out 
um, on cases. Fun oh. character. Fun character. And it's like, so I thought, wait, got to make sure I have a clear image of her and a really clear idea for what she's going to sound like and make a computer note so I can find her easily because right. I bet you anything she shows up in the in future books. Um, another book that I really liked, I, um, I really liked... Um, I can't remember. It's called Dallas to New York or New York to Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Dallas. Dallas yeah. to New York. Yeah. Because, you know, we got a lot of, um, obviously, opened up that world about what her early life was like. Right. And obviously, you know, that was really cool and creepy, but really good yeah. on a lot of levels. I, I like a lot of them. Yeah. And it's. I think it's kind of fun how um, she'll, like, sort of be... You know, like Nadine had a lot of stuff featured, you know, when she was winning the Oscar and the, mm-hmm. the you know, the, the books and the, you know, um, and all that stuff. And now we're kind of now on Peabody and Mavis because of the house stuff going on. And, and you know, another time it's like, I think it sounds to me, I don't know this, so I'm not giving anything away, but just the little tidbits that have been dropped. It sounds like they're getting ready for their vacation in Ireland, so we get to see the Irish family again. And I think that was a really fun, you know, the stuff that's that pulls them back into it for a while and reacquaints us with that. And yeah, yeah. I just want to um, say again, in uh, when you did the Irish family in. Uh, Shadows. Was it shadows? shadows. Mm-hmm. It's was so outstanding. Good. I would lose at Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> no, these two, because I'm, yeah, we talked about this before. I don't usually listen. I usually just read, but these two were just gushing about that scene. And yeah, so, yeah. And then, and then, you know, of course, I had to go listen to it because, yeah. And, oh, did you listen to it? Yeah, I did because you guys were like all about how great it was. And I'm like, okay, it was I got really to the the it end was, scene yeah. where where Rourke uh, fights Lorcan Cobb and they're all there and they're all kind of like, <sighs> cheering him on and you know that um, was intense yeah because there's so many different characters there that all have different accents and tones yeah. and you know I got a nice a very nice note from uh, uh, an Irish woman who said she listens and she said you have his You've got the Irish dialects down just great. I never get worried when you do it because, I, you know, I'm not sitting there going, oh, embarrassing. No. but right. So that was a very wonderful, very wonderful compliment to get from her. Right. We did an episode not too long ago about the moments that really shocked us. Were there any moments in the, when you were reading it initially that just like shocked you or... Well, I remember the um, the series about the guy who created the the ability to affect, like Rourke. Remember, he sort of yeah, um, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, where he basically kind of raped Eve, mm-hmm. and and it was we knew, thank God, because we knew what was happening, right? And I think she was really smart about that, you know that we saw the guy plotting beforehand and, you know, wanting to try and destroy them and to do that. And, but 
it allowed for that incredible scene afterwards where he's just beyond horrified because not only it would be horrific anyway, but for her to do that to her and to violate the trust that they have, you know, knowing her background. But it allowed, I mean, I was bawling when <laughs> they got to that scene where, you know, they actually, you know, he couldn't believe that she, she would ever want him to touch her again, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, th so that, I mean, uh, one of the things I always speak about it, uh, you know, both as an actor and as an audiobook narrator is that um, they earned that moment because of what came before and after, you right. know. But, yeah, I thought that was shocking. That comes to mind. Well, talking about, like, um, most like now moments that made you really emotional. And the one that I can think of off the top of my head, and you can, you know, if that was one for you, is um, when Rourke first goes back to Ireland to confront his Irish family. And he has that conversation with his, uh, with his aunt about his mother. Yeah. That was but lovely. Were there other moments that you were like, I, okay, I have to take a moment <laughs> before I can continue or... Um. Are there times when you have to like, okay, wait a minute, I have to. Oh yeah, I have to stop because I'm all choked up. And it's like, well, now we're just narrating. And so I can't. Yeah. Um, I remember, uh, I mean, there's lots of moments like that. Um, and I think it's important to, to go there, you know, because that's where you're going. Right. The reader's going and they, they, they deserve that good stuff. Um, I, uh, something that popped to mind just right now, I'm not in, um, is um, when we heard about um, what happened to uh, Somerset's daughter. Mm. That was awful. Awful, awful, awful. Um, um, <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's so many times, there's just lovely times where, you know, Often it's Eve who's so uncomfortable or unused to or afraid of being emotional, you know, and when she's either from fatigue, you know, exhaustion or the brutality of stuff that they've, you know, experienced or, um, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. She's sort of brought to a place where it's almost too much for her. Um, I really appreciate those. I mean, it would be easy, and it would be still a fun series, if she was just, you know, Eve Dallas bitch cop, right? You know, <laughs> I mean, it's right. fun, 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 fun. But she is so much more because of... Um, the, not just her troubled past, but how she has to grapple with sort of her own humanity as, as well as, you know, everybody else's. And um, right. the cost that, and I think that's kind of wonderful about how Mira and Rourke in particular recognize the cost to her as a human being um, 
for her to open herself up to um, the brutality of what she sees and to step into the shoes of both the victims and the murderers. Because by doing that, she will be able to understand it and then solve it. And mm -hmm. she can stand for these victims. And that's, you know, it's incredible. Those, I have little, oh, if you could see my goosebumps. <laughs> I have little goosebumps <laughs> thinking about, you know, I'm just so proud yeah. of our girl. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> that's how we all feel, too. And, yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Have there ever been any... Um, moments or scenes because you know i mean being a murder mystery and sometimes it can get a little bit you know graphic in that way have there ever been any scenes where you were kind of a little like it was harder to read because it was so graphic or hmm. okay so what's the one that just happened with uh covino and the other victim um you know the the girls who were held in the basement. The one that happened before. Uh, faithless. Faithless. That yeah. Faithless. With the mom who abandons the kid. No, that's abandoned. Oh no. Okay, it's that's abandoned. abandoned. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's what? Abandoned in death. Abandoned. Yeah. Of course. Abandoned. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you know, when you first said uh, controversy, I wondered if. Um, I, I think that that was sort of a different tone for her, that mm -hmm. book. Yeah. And I, um, when I was reading that book, I kind of wondered, oh, I wonder if, uh, you know, some folks will not like that book as much or at all because, um, well, for one thing, I think the structure was kind of, it was, I mean, she's done back in time for present time right. stuff before, you yeah. know, obviously we were just talking about that. Um, but this one, you know, it asked us not to sort of recognize a couple of the characters. That, that was personally a challenge for me. How do I make that mom, how do I, um, she's not supposed to be, She's supposed to be sort of unrecognizable in right. her new post-insomnia version, you know. Right, right. So that was tricky. How do I have, you know, the, the, the killer, who he was as a little boy, and then, who, then he sort of has a split persona right. as, you know, the mild-mannered worker, and then when he regresses to this role he's got sometimes man sometimes the little kid you know that yeah. was really hard to do yeah i think it worked okay i think it worked fine um but it was hard and um but the, the subject matter is hard mm -hmm. uh, but it was just sort of a and you know it Mothers, you know, sort of really screwed up, fucked up. <laughs> Mother, you know, uh, she, she was fucked up. Um, you yes. know, abandoning her kid in that way, even though, you know, she had lots of reasons. She mm -hmm. had an awful life. She was, you know, high, addicted, desperate. Uh, there were a lot of things that were hard about that 
book. I don't know. I'm kind of. But did anybody else <laughs> have fun. the same reaction? That it oh, had yeah. a slightly different tone. Yeah. 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 And you're right. There are, there were people who, who didn't like that. You know, we didn't spend enough time with Eve. Like it, it spent a lot of time with the victim and with the killer yeah. and in the past, you know, yeah. Um, where there are a lot of people that want Eve all the time, you know, um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember because I think as far as your narration though, of that, because what we started to do is we, we read one book a month. And then one of the things we do is we go back and we look at the reviews and we review the reviews <laughs> of the book. It's pretty special. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I can't remember uh, us having a review where it was negative, you know, as far as your narration. So are you reviewing the reviews of the book book or yeah. the audiobook, or both? Both. For the yeah, most both. part... Yeah, for the most part, what happens is we'll review the reviews of the book, and right, it, it does not does not fail to you know show up on our list at least one or two reviews that include a mention of the audiobook as well. So it's a nice balance there. Well, you, you know, to be honest, I mean, we, I mean, I pick the reviews AJ that we go them. through, and <laughs> there has to be at least one um, positive Susan Erickson review in every single Thank episode. You, Amy. <laughs> Thank you. Because Become a there thing. shouldn't be any others out there that are not positive. So. Yeah. You know. <laughs> there was one that you know, had everything. And we were talking about this review has everything. And I said, yeah, it has everything that you would want except praise for Susan Erickson. That's the only other thing that I would want in this review. But um, yeah, I mean, we always. They probably didn't listen to the audiobook. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. Right. Who How dare they? Jen, <laughs> she's not here, of course, right now. But um, okay, let me see. We've got a couple of questions from um, people that are not here. Some of our listeners, um, K. A. Gavio wants to know what does what do you think makes J. D. Robb's dialogue so incredible, readable, enjoyable? I think it sounds like how people talk. Don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- Spiny sounds, I mean, I mean, speaks differently than right. other cops in the bullpen, you know, yeah. so they're not generic cops, all of them, you know, and so it makes it not only, you know, come alive, but it, um, it, it differentiates them, you know, right. um, and I think, um, and then, you know, because Rourke, because Rourke is Rourke. <laughs> um, and you know and he's irish and he's more he's more poetic sort of in nature mm-hmm. his stuff is sort of more lyrical and descriptive and then mm-hmm. you know and then peabody is just gloriously peabody you know her take on the world and mavis is you know completely out there and and you know i i think she's really good at um hearing the characters in her head so that they are fully whole people. And I think she writes that out. And she isn't trying to write, you know, perfect English, you know. Right. <laughs> they have dangling participles, you know. They, they don't <laughs> start with, I want blah, blah, blah. It's just, you do this, you know. Right. Out of here. It's not, 
Peabody, please get out of here. Right. Oh. It's it's the way that people talk. And so yeah. Okay, so you can be honest with us. For yeah. Peabody, you're doing a little bit of Velma from Scooby Doo, correct? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I'm not. I've never I even I it, she, she is, like Velma from Scooby Doo. She is based on a person in real life who I promised I will never oh. mention. Okay, that's fine. And I love that. She is dear to my heart. A quirky what? little person. That's even better. Yeah. I like, because Wait. it's your inspiration is coming from someone that you're like, I see this person in in this character. Totally, totally. With a heart of gold who oh. will be loyal yeah. 150%. You know, yeah. that's exactly who Peabody is. Yeah. So I think Kay Gavio also wants to know what um, character would you like to see more of? Or would you like to read? Oh, good question. Well, I always love uh, her dust ups with Somerset. <laughs> and um, we haven't sort of delved into, I like, you know, so I guess I'd like to see a little there. Um, hmm. <laughs> I'd like to go back to Ireland, but I know we're going to do that, or I'm right. 90% sure. Who would I like to see more of? You know, uh, we haven't seen Trina for a while. She's, a, she's right. very fun. Yeah. I don't know. Who would you guys like to see? Do you talk this through, people? Well, I always like to see more of uh, Brian Kelly. That's just me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also a Brian (laughs) Kelly fan. Yeah. Excellent. For me, like, honestly, it's so bad. Just more of the bullpen in general. Like I just, I love love them. And, and treachery that we brought up earlier is, is one that, you know, you, you brought all these characters into the mix that maybe when you recorded it, you weren't certain how many of them we would be seeing again or often or whatever because yes they're in his bullpen but we slowly kind of built up to spending time with baxter and true heart or whatever i and love Baxter. Now, and true heart. yeah yeah and, now and we haven't like really seen them. we haven't really seen carmichael and santiago much they've mm-hmm. always yeah. been off on a case recently and we're and i but i see i i don't know i feel like she might give them more time because she slowly did is doing that with them like she did oh. with Baxter and Trevor, but I think that it's really great how you did that, especially in Treachery, again, where we spent a lot of time with them, or I think um, Obsession in Death, I think, was the other one that we spent a lot of time with the bullpen, and you do a nice job of giving us these characters, and the the voices are, like, they're, they're different enough, but we can still, you know, like, we're still there with you, and I like that, and I just want more of that because I love listening to how you have personified these people that we don't actually know that much about, but we still love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I just love the bullpen in general. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. like that. I like that. Um, well, there's a little bit of a uh, little development in the bullpen. Uh, mm. This one we just did. I think you'll approve of. <laughs> okay. Um, and, uh, and, um, but I like that sort of sense of you know we I think it's we have a real good feel for um, you know the whole world there just you know what it smells like you know bad cop coffee and donuts you know (laughs) sugar you know 
and um, the glides versus the elevators and, and you know, Whitney and Tibble and, um, oh, you know who we haven't seen for a long time, who I liked um, and I thought was going to be a really regular guy. So I, you know, tried to sort of give him a, a, a good voice was, um, um, I'm just blank, the, the sort of uh, publicist for the department. Um, Oh, Kai. Yeah. Uh, um, what is his name? First one to figure it out. Get the cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so glad he's not here. Yeah. But you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The guy who, you know, she, she hasn't, it's interesting. He's not an asshole. No, right. Exactly. Yeah. He's not an asshole. <laughs> right. And so, okay. um, so uh, we haven't seen heard from him for a while, and I always love her scenes with Mira. I love her scenes with Mira, uh, mm-hmm. because I also think it's cool what they talk about. But they have such that, and I love Dennis Mira too. And so you know, always the, a bonus when Dennis yeah, is there. Yes, yeah. So that's nice, and um, no, but she does a good job of bringing in the new. And, you know, it's like that, make new friends, but keep the old, you know. Yeah. yeah. So she's good about that. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what um, the next one will be about. <laughs> <laughs> so we just have a comment from Quincy um, that um, she wasn't a fan of Peabody's voice originally, but it grew on her. And now she loves how distinct her voice is from everybody else. Yeah. I so appreciate you sticking with it. Um, you know, um, when we all... Oh, very good, Janet O'Brien. Kung, right? <laughs> yes, very uh, good. Janet, Yay. Janet, get the prize. Yay. Um, <laughs> that's excellent. You give yourself a cookie. I don't have one. Um, but um, so I will tell you that when we started... Um, I think you guys might, if, you know, being such true fans, um, when we started, I started like a few books in. They didn't really realize that mm-hmm. the the series was going to be this huge thing. Yeah. So they, um, it was Brilliance Audio who did it at that point. They took it over and they gave it to me and it was I mean, uh, it was a, a thing, but it, it was like book four, maybe, right? Um, book five, I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I had nothing, I, had, I did not have the other books. They didn't give them to me. They didn't, they, it looked like it was just going to be a one-off. Uh, and um, so I felt kind of free to just create the world that seemed good. Um, and then it, I'm trying to remember how this happened. And then I think I did one and, oh, there was a second one. And then they had me, how did this happen? Then we went back. Oh, then we realized, no, this is going to be a thing. And yeah. then they had me go back and do... Actually, I think I did a few of them. Then they had me go back and re-record the ones that had never been recorded. Right. 
And there was a little, and by then, I knew who the characters were. And it was kind of curious because I think those first few books that I went back and actually recorded later mm-hmm. were more developed than probably that one either at four or five. And I don't want to give myself away, but, um, <laughs> and um, where maybe some of the voices were not as fully formed because. I didn't know the backstories and I didn't right. know anything beyond what was given to me in that first book that I recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, you know, two tales. All right. So I remember getting a little thing saying, how come Peabody in book four or something sounds different than Peabody in every other book you do? <laughs> and it's like, right. yeah, I didn't quite know who this person was. And there was no explanation. And, um, so then, of course, it's like, oh, yay, Janet, has got her cookie. <laughs> That's great. And so sorry. Great. <laughs> hey, She's boarding it over us. Yeah, Janet. right. Um, so, um, so then it's like, well, okay, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. I know who this person is. Um, I- I'm just going to go, go forward with it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and I, that's sort of, that's almost more of a logistics, you know, kind of weird thing about the whole publishing aspect of it. Right. Anyway, Peabody, I think, um, kind of like, uh, I, I feel like, yeah, she's quirky. She has a weird sound. Mm-hmm. She does. But when I first, that was the voice that came to me because when I read that character, when I was prepping the book, it's like, I know who this woman is. And she is a unique, offbeat character. And, right. and, and I think um, she's earned, earned our love. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. I mean, from Absolutely. the first book. And she's highly intelligent, which is why, you know, I mean, that, which is why my mind went to Velma, because Velma's clearly... Yeah, Most and that's really funny. So now I'll have to look at an old Scooby Doo thing and go. Ah! <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, as far as character voices being different from book to book, there's a little difference in how you started out with um, Morris and how he's ended up, and I think it has, like you were saying, to do with not really knowing much about Morris originally, and then over time getting more and more of his story yeah and you know that's the thing where an audio book narrator you know this is i've often talked about this how you know nora is the mom but i'm the um you know adoptive mom so she gave birth to them but i'm raising them right so we have um uh, you know i have a i I will claim an ownership to these characters. Um, she's not listening to this. And if she is, she'll have no. to just suck it up. Sorry, Nora. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, I, I have, I have a, I, I, if we wanted a robot to just do the words, you know, they'd have an AI and it would be lifeless, right? right. They didn't. They, they ask, a, um, they ask an, uh, an actor to do it for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, not your, you know, the neighborhood plumber, 
Um, so um, I'm at a disadvantage that I don't know what's in her head. Right. And um, some, some authors, right from the start, want to talk to the narrator who's going to be, you know, um, uh, interpreting their books. And I can ask, um, I do this neat series by Elizabeth Vaughn. Um, it's in, it, she's an indie author. It's called uh, The, the uh, Book of Palins. Um, it's, like, it's called like White Star, uh, Destiny Star. It's, it's really good, really mm -hmm. good if you look her up. Um, she's on Amazon. But anyway, um, because I, she was an indie author, and um, um, we got together, I could, she was completely available, didn't have 16 people in between her and I. Right. And I could literally call her up with a list and say, okay, how do you, what, let's, let's talk about this world here. Describe to me, how do the people sound? This is a fantasy world. So, you know, it can be anything you want. How do you hear it? Um, this is kind of what I'm thinking, that maybe... You know, the people of the plains sound kind of like this. The people in the, you know, uh, the castle kingdom sort of sound like this because they've always been totally different. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like mini countries, you know, let's, you know, and this is kind of what I'm thinking of for characters, you know, and I can, you know, send her like, the first 10 pages and say, do you sign off on this? Is this sounding like your world? That is a dream come true because we are in it together right from the start. Right. And she can say something like, you know, I always kind of thought that this guy would be that they're kind of Spanish. You know, mm -hmm. I kind of think of that, that group of people as it's like being in Spain or Portugal or somebody. It's like, Oh, that's great. Okay. If I don't know that and it's not in yeah. there, you know, we don't, I can't vocalize that or try and express that in some way. So, right. um, well, Lucky know. tells you right here that absolutely love the way Morris sounds. So I, I do think that every choice you've made with Morris going forward in the series has been absolutely correct. Oh, yeah. How he sounds now is exactly how he should be sounding. Oh, good. I love okay. Morris. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, he went through um, a very cool um, progression, you know, and the whole thing with losing Amaryllis and, and all of that, that was, that was, and then, you know, being with, uh, oh God, you know, what's the name? Come on guys. No brain. I'm in the middle of another series right now and it's like i can't make that switch the the, the woman who he got involved with for, who has the daughter who's the oh, um do you mean the, the yeah um a scientist yeah 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 what's her name they've been kind of mm, but you guys are rubbing of, off on me i can't remember Garnett the winner thank you very good very good apologies for stepping out guys i had to that's Run. fine. Oh. No, that's Thank cool. you for checking um, your uh, your spreadsheet, Dana. Yes, yes. you're great. Um, so, um, yeah, you know, I think like that's that was a uh, that was wonderful how that book and a couple books kind of 
oh, now we really know who he is and we hear, know his backstory and we know all of this and, you know, yay, well, let's, let's beef him up a little, you know. Yeah. It, it wasn't a deliberate thing. It's just that knowing, you know, you can't unknow that. And so that just brings a, a more information. It's like adding more spices to a dish. You know, right. it's not going to be a, a bland dish anymore because now we know it needs to have, you know, curry or whatever, you know, blah, 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 as I continue my metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie All metaphors are always great. Yes. Um, so that kind of, we have one kind of technical question, but it, I think it fits in here. Um, so people are wondering when, when there's on a recording, for example, if you do a, the computer's answering Eve and on the recording, it sounds different. It sounds computerized. Um, they're wondering if you do that or if it happens post-production. I give it a computer-ish delivery. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm not quite sure because I haven't, since they, since it moved to um, Macmillan mm-hmm. being the producers, um, I haven't gotten a hard copy. So I haven't listened to the final thing, you know, the mastered oh, version. Okay. So um, I had heard that because, you know, I always do working, you mm-hmm. know, and try to sound like Eve's computer speaking to her. Right. Um, you know, and that originally I know they used to, um, they used to modify those. And then I think Brilliance mm-hmm. decided that maybe they weren't going to do that. That's my understanding. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay. sure what Macmillan is doing with it. I have just decided what I should do is just always do what I've always done and just try and make it because it, you know, it being a computer thing, it's not going to, it's more than just the voice. It's the, the way the voice comes out because of the digitalized AI aspect of it. So that's my answer. Okay. That's actually a really fascinating kind of little tidbit there. Yeah. I like that. Good. Um, so at this point, should we let give our um, yeah, let's give our let's give our little ask questions if they want to. If you guys want to raise your hand, I'm sure I'm sure Don and Dana want to weigh in on the hot dog and sandwich. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Dana's saying no, no, I'm we're not going to do that. Okay. Right no, Susan, here's the thing. I'm, I'm so, again, I'm sorry. I had to step out. My sister-in-law needed a ride real quick. So, and I did make it back in 15 minutes. I told you it would be good job. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, it was Dawn is our resident, um, hot dog versus sandwich poster in our mm. Facebook group. Oh, I see. Completely amusing. And we will love her. We, we have love. so many hot dog versus sandwich posts in our and some of the combinations these guys have found it's like okay that's gross (laughs) to okay well hmm maybe the the hot dog and a twinkie was not okay oh the hot dog (laughs) and the twinkie that was like a million emoji gif like taking faces like no i did see a deep fried hot dog 
I've actually oh, had I mean, the whole fried thing. Dog. Yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. Thing oh, yeah. Batter than deep fried on a stick. Oh, yeah. I have can a question, you, but I can't. Lucky to everyone. Can you, okay, lucky? Lucky. Can you unmute? Oh, she's unmuted. Oh, there she is. Oh, there. Uh, You're hi, unmuted. Everyone. There you go. Hey. Hi. Hey. Um, so my question was, obviously, all the in-depth world has all these roles. You can be a police officer. You can be forensics. You can be um, a makeup artist like Trina. If you could be one of those roles instead of what you currently do, what would you go for? Oh, I'd be Eve. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's oh. So, you know, um, gosh, that's a tough load to bear. Mm -hmm. I mean, but of course you'd have Rourke to compensate. So <laughs> you would. Yeah. No, um, I think she's just great. Um, but if I could be any of those, uh, I think Nadine has kind of a fab life, you know. Yeah. Um, and. Um, Dating the rock star? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, he sounds good. Yeah, and, we all uh, love us. We love Jane. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and Mira, I like, I like her too. And I mean, you know, she's got all these very smart women and men. Who, who help her and um, solve things. So I guess maybe those three. That's, okay. I hope that's not yeah. a cop-out. All fantastic. So. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. I don't think that's a cop-out. No. No, that's a great question, Lucky. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. Do you have any other questions? Dana was unmuted for a minute there. Do you have to oh, Dana, Dana's, Dana's got her question. hand up. Okay. Well, it's not so much necessarily a question, but a comment. And we always talk about the main characters and their voices and everything else. But I get a kick out of the the one-off characters, whether it's drunk Santa that's, you know, on the street <laughs> corner, or I'm re-listening to Treachery now, and there's a software that Rourke uses to alter his voice to phone in a the fake tip to Eve. And it's just all the, the little quirky characters, the suspects that are being dragged through Central or, you know, some guy in the elevator that they encounter. It's just some little interjection, you know, in the overall story, obviously. But I get such a kick out of those little interactions. I do, too. I love it. And often, you know, because they're just little flashes, um, they can be really fun. You know, they're like uh, the... the I, sprinkles on the cupcake you know that, that because it's all right and it's fun yeah because they're going to be a one-off they're not going to yeah. pop up you know later in the in the story yeah those are fun good i'm glad you like those because i do too yeah <laughs> I, I try and do something interesting just because if she's going to write it i'm going to try and bring it to life you know yeah and often they're sort of comic situations you mm -hmm. know so you know, drunk Santa and all that stuff. That's going to be, come on, let's have some fun. <laughs> yeah. The flying dwarf. The flying dwarf. The flying dwarf. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where they get hit by the flying dwarf. <laughs> Webster says, oh, you yeah, know, that happens every week. <laughs> you're just listening on your iPad or something and doing whatever you're doing while you're listening. And then all of a sudden, they just blurt out this laughter because your interpretation of it is so friggin' funny. So thank oh, good. you. Good. Good. Well, I think it's funny too. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, not 
my good. performance. But I think no. it was fun. I'm but really enjoying it. Your performance, because there was same thing, you know, just like what Janet was saying. I think I was in my car listening to uh, Faithless. Um, I think it was Faithless. And she was questioning at the very end, she was questioning the daughter of this guy, um, Miriam, I think was her name. And at one point, Eve says a very sarcastic, like, oh, Miriam, you know, but the delivery of the line, I don't know what it was about that. I laughed for, I don't know, like 15 minutes. <laughs> I don't know why that, you know, just the way you said that is perfect. One question that did come up, um, we've talked about this a few times on the podcast, is we can see little signs where we feel like Nora's kind of wrapping stuff up, maybe, that she may be working toward an ending mm. of the series. Um, what do, do you see that? Or what, how do you, what would you like your, what would you like to see in an ending? Never. I never well, rely on the, the, yes. the financial. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I know there's a part of the fandom that uh, wants them to have a kid. They will never have a kid in. I, I'm sure of it. You know, they, she will never have Eve be pregnant. Um, not during the series. Not least. during the series. No, no, no. But would she acquire a young person because of some tragedy or thing where, you know, she has a, you know, the way she has a connection to um, uh, Nixie. Uh, Nixie and uh, mm -hmm. what's her name? Quilla. Quilla. Mm -hmm. You know, that's though she's kind of the protege now of it looks like of Nadine. But Jamie, but um, and, uh, you know, other kids, she she, she she's claimed she doesn't like them, but she's so close to Bella, mm -hmm. you know, um, and um, we had a really interesting conversation. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, no, okay. but no, we had a really cool. interesting no, yeah. <laughs> we had a really interesting conversation I, during, I think, Abandoned when they found the first girl murdered in the park right by where the new house is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Eve was just like, this is Bella's park and this is not OK. And, you know, it was like, OK, because for the longest time it was, oh, OK, this is Mavis's kid. And I have to put up with it because that's Mavis's kid. But yeah. now she's like, oh. This is Bella's park. This is not good. And yeah. we're behind the fucker. You know? So yeah. right. you yeah. know. And it's it's fun to see that kind of progression. I mean, I don't necessarily think that Eve will never have a baby of her own, but I also think I don't think it's gonna happen during the series. But I just think that yeah. It'll happen in your mind. What It'll do you happen think? in my mind. It will it will be a head cannon. Yeah, this is what we like call it a head cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, dog. Someone's agreeing or disagreeing. Um, yeah, so um, I think not that she's uh, completely over it, but she can manage the rearing up of her past and how it can really slam her. 
you know, in the side of the head, um, in a way that is healthy, pretty mm-hmm. healthy, you know, now. So just like anybody who goes through tragedy, you never get over it, but you, you accommodate it into your life so that you can function if you are, you know, fortunate and <clears throat> lucky. Um, so, um, um, so that doesn't need to be resolved, really. Um, I think Rourke's stuff with his uh, family, you know, he's reconnected and has that foundation for himself. So that's, that's you know, I don't, I guess I don't think about it. It doesn't, I don't feel like there's something like, come on. I mean, I think, I suspect that Peabody and McNabb will get married and we'll mm-hmm. have that, the fun of Peabody being insane about that. And yeah. that will be great. And yeah. the whole thing about, you know, that's going to be another thing that's off limits for her to talk about. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I'm excited okay. for that. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah. We did talk about this, I think it was the last book that, that we felt like Eve grew a ton as far as her um, dealing with her past. Yeah. Because there was that scene where she had a, a dream about herself as a girl being on the playground, where she kind of said to herself as a girl, go ahead and play. It's okay. It'll, it'll be okay once you get to where I am, you know? Go down the slide. Right. Go down the slide. Yeah. You know? That was um, so, uh, but so as far as in ending this series or whatever, if it happens, it will happen eventually. But um, I don't think we asked you this last time, like, who, who do you think the candy thief is? You don't know. No. Okay. I don't. I don't think anybody knows. I think only Nora knows and she'll let us I know. know when time That happens. would be a good resolution. Yeah. But yeah. she dangled that out till the very last, the very last right. paragraph of the well, series. Jen does have a, a theory on that. Though. I do. My theory is that the candy thief is an initiation into the homicide bullpen because there's just been way too many clues throughout the series that that's kind of what it is. Like anytime what? anyone new comes in, they're like, "Oh." Um, no, I don't know anything about missing candy. What? You kidding me? Oh, oh, oh yeah. oh, it's so, everybody. It's everybody. Yeah. So they all come in and they have to steal <laughs> Dallas's candy. That's good. Yeah. No, that's been, that's been my I theory. For, I don't even know. I, I know theory. I brought it up on the forum years and years yeah. and years ago. That's oh been my, my theory gosh. Yeah. That's pretty diabolical. Yeah, I am kind of diabolical. So <laughs> that would be yeah. Cool. I, I would I would arrange that for like one of my docs or something. I would do that. <laughs> that is excellent. Yeah. I like so, that. Yeah, no, that's, that's be in my head canon. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Susan Erickson a head cannon. Yeah, All right. girl. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's just, it's just always, I'm like, there's just like, everybody seems to know, but nobody wants to own up to it. And Uh, Peabody's Peabody's always like, I don't know anything. What? What? 
<laughs> out of the room and Feeney's like, what? No, it's McNabb. He's a candy thief. And, you know, even yeah. Santiago, who's the newest of her detectives, is like, what do you mean, candy? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. Nope. Good, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep my eye on that. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to fit in around here, it's going to be, you get into that office and you find that candy. That is so funny. And I just, I, my personal headcanon on top of that is True Heart is the most diabolical of all of them. And he's the one that like completely bypassed all of her like candy thief catching ideas and was like, nope, I'm going to find this. Oh, I don't know. So he's good. so quick to blush. Oh, I know, but she, he's no, never, never going to suspect him. Yeah. Eve is never going to suspect him and ask him about it. That's this is the, true. This is that's true. the thing. He's okay. going to be like, nope, I'm going to do it. And nobody's going to suspect true heart. Okay. Well, we'll see how that turns out. And I swear, you know, Nora's going to listen to us and be like, screw these guys. That was my plan all along. But now it's going to be like Whitney or something. Right. <laughs> right. But No. That's just, it, it's been my headcanon since I started reading the series. Seriously. That's cool. kind of been my, my idea. Okay. That's part of our headcanon along with, you know, Susan fucking with people. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Somebody's, I gave Susan somebody... <laughs> a headcanon. I'm so happy with myself. Um, anybody else have any, Claire, did you have, I, did you have a, you had a question on Facebook. Do you want me to ask it or do you want to ask it? Do you remember? She's probably going, how do you even remember? I don't remember. I can about? ask it for you if you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, she wants it. This says, uh, this makes me sound like such a prude, but does does she get embarrassed during sex scenes? Oh, yes. Yes, I did ask that. My own? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's up to you what you want to no uh you know uh you always know there's always the big long one and then there's the short one you know there's mm-hmm. there's then the one is is sort of really passionate that's what she said sorry and the other dog's over here nodding her head yep and then the other one is going to be a really sweet two or three yes okay uh um the other one is, see, now I'm blushing. Uh, the other one is, um, you know, going to be uh, a sweet, tender one. You know, she usually sort of has two. And I mm. remember once I sort of had done a few of them and realized, oh, okay, this is the pattern. There's sort of a formula here. Mm. And, um, you know, it's part of who they are. They're both pretty sexy people. So I try Fair and... Enough. But also, I mean, like 54 books in, you're like, all right, this again, more sex. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so clinical and I'm done. Yeah, finish it up. Just yeah. be done with <laughs> it. Come on. No. No, I do. I will say, you know, one of the things. Uh, oh, this is funny. What Lucky said. We, we have to read that in just a minute. I do think, um, oh, I do, you know, sometimes 
if it's like at the end of the day and I can, and I realize, oh, we're going to do this. Oh, we have a sex scene. It's like, no, I got to wait till tomorrow. I just don't have the energy. <laughs> <laughs> Not tonight. Okay. AJ, you have to unmute Nisi because she just had a comment in the chat and I'm dying. Nisi, you have to bring that up because good Lord. I just asked about the flower. In Survivor uh, and Death. I, the sex flower. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? <laughs> Maybe she we had a, again, listen to the Survivor and Death episode because <laughs> we had a lot to say about that one. Yeah. Oh my it was, God. I'm- it was like this sex flower that made everything <laughs> great. And we were all like, and then Nisi's yeah. sending us text, sex toys suggestions. And we're all like, what the hell? Nisi. That, that's we what dying. happens. It was great. Yeah. Well, I, I'm have this to is our favorite of listeners, by the way. <laughs> you know, it's just, I can't remember everything because, you know, I've done 800 books now. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. But I love how Lucky said if Mavis was pregnant at the same time as Peabody, I think Eve would go insane. Yes. 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 She would. So 100%. Hysterical. Yeah. In fact, you know, it's kind of. Um, kind of great to think about it or if like two things like she were getting things like that from two sides like right like peabody getting married at the same time that mavis gets or, or nadine right. gets married nadine, to yeah you know, you know <laughs> like what the hell and she i cannot be a bridesmaid in any yes. more weddings i'm done yeah she would have to so maybe they have a double wedding and it's even worse <laughs> you know oh, or no. worse nightmare. so Anyway, yeah, that is so 80s Dallas <laughs> dynasty. Like, oh, let's have a double wedding. Whee! Well, yeah, oh, but well, you never know. It is, but not. you never know. Yeah, because Nora's done it before. She did it in the key trilogy. And oh, wait, go ahead, Lucky. Like, what? Okay. Okay. No, I was just saying she probably say to like um, Peabody, like, if you talk about ribbon one more time, I'm going to get it and strangle you with it and thank you from the ceiling. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. The boot up the ass is a you know, recurring thing. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Poor Eve. <laughs> I would honestly be like that with Peabody because, I, I mean, I love Peabody as character, but I mean, I these two on the briefing room, we had an entire like almost hour long discussion last week about going shopping with my sister-in-law and it was like mm-hmm. nope i give up done. i'm done i hate this shit <laughs> Bye. because i'm that person that runs in and out oh that's <laughs> cute i'm buying it how'd i go my sister-in-law agonizes for hours yeah and we shop for six hours and she didn't buy a damn thing oh yeah that would be very. That's Peabody, be, and here yeah, I mean, would Eve. be a hell, <laughs> a living hell for, for Eve. Yes. So, are you a Peabody or are you an Eve as far as shopping is concerned? Ah, uh, hmm. I don't like big stores because I get overwhelmed. There are too mm-hmm. many options. Same. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like um, if I if it's a you know a place I know. That I have a feel for it, then it's fun because it's like, oh, okay, this is fun. You know, you run in and you're like, oh, this is adorable. I'm buying this. Well, I think online shopping is a really great balance. Too. This is the best invention ever, and I love That's it. Really <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> do we have any other questions? I don't want anybody to feel like I didn't get to their questions. Oh, lucky back. 
yes. another one? No one else has one. Um, no, it's fine. Um, so even when they go on holiday, Eve ends up getting a case like she did in Ireland. Um, is there any country you wish that they would go on and then there'd be like a storyline in because you want to do those voices? And those well, I, because I am uh, learning to speak Italian and my husband is Italian-American, first generation. And so I, and I, Italy is one of my favorite places in the world. I would love to go there. I think it'd be fun if they go, you know, I like doing English voices, so I, it'd be fun if they went, you know, to England. Um, those would be fun. But, uh, you know, any place. It's fun Her to Tara do. Tara is really good at any of that. English voices, by the way. Except <laughs> why I. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh. She is. She's quite her McGonagall is on point. <laughs> her McGonagall is <laughs> on point. Every time we do it for a review, the review. Yeah, sometimes she reads the review as McGonagall. And that's we love it. So, Susan, did you enjoy the um, the reading the part where they went to Italy in chase of uh, um, a female character? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in reunion? Yeah. Reunion, yeah. Yeah. Reunion, yes. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. And just, you said that, and I was just instantly thinking, I was like, oh, and she's gotten to do that a few times. I hope didn't she, she do that already? Yeah, just a little bit, you know, but now I, I, I you know, that was a few years ago, was, you know, yeah. and so it's like, I've been working, so, you know, I've got that. <laughs> now, I have a question quickly, because okay. everyone who listens to this show knows that my favorite actor is Gorn Vizhnich. Is Croatian. Who? Gorn Vizhnich, I don't know if you watched ER, but he was Luca on ER. <laughs> Oh um, yeah, you you probably don't know who he is. Nobody does. <laughs> so we do. Oh yeah, you yeah. do, and the rest of these guys do because I talk about him a lot. Um, but anyway, um, how about like Eastern European? Eastern totally European, love it. I I like just Croatian because he's Croatian. And, Very fun. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would I would totally buy that book if you were reading it all in Croatian. Yeah, I did a wonderful book of. Um, uh, it was a collection of uh, Ukrainian short stories, and yep. there are uh, and deal. yeah, and that was really fun. Yeah, that was. Really fun. And my favorite dancer on Dancer Dancing with the Stars is Maxim Chmerkovsky, who's Ukrainian. I'm learning so much about you. That's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I really, for whatever, I have no idea why, but I, I love Eastern European men. It's just, it's a thing about me. It's weird. Eurovision. But- Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like here, I'm like the whitest person ever. I'm like Scandinavian, Dutch, and, you know, maybe a little tiny bit of Italian that we aren't sure about. But um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, those Eastern European guys. Excellent. That accent, just <laughs> damn. Love it. <laughs> Call us Goran Vishnich. Call us yeah. Goran Vishnich. See, thank you. Well, I does anybody have a final question? Unfortunately, I need to get back to the studio. I hope that's okay. No, that's oh, fine. Oh, that's okay. fantastic. We've probably kept you longer than we yeah. thought we would. <laughs> that's okay. It's been great. I, I just, I love this. I, I will come back anytime oh. you want to talk to me. You guys that's are please. very <laughs> wonderful, and you're so smart about the series, <laughs> and you're, you know, um, such Heart, full-hearted listeners, you know, readers, we'll say readers, it. Readers, readers, readers. 
and and I I that comes across a hundred percent, and I love it because I am so you know often separated um, from the people that I'm trying to you know in my mind it sounds kind of sloppy and sentimental, but you know it's I think it's a it's a gift that I'm trying to pass on. She she gave us this little nice wonderful thing. And it's my job to to deliver that gift intact, and and so, um, yeah. it it is so. Um, I take it very seriously, um, and I'm honored by that you guys like it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We love it. We don't just like it. Yeah, yeah. we sure do. We love it. <laughs> we love you. You're fantastic. And our listeners love it. Right. I mean, we have not, they have nothing but love for you. Even outside of this Patreon group, nothing but love. Oh, that's very cool. I agree. I agree. It's wonderful. (laughs) Big heart hands. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks so much for being part of this uh, two year anniversary and, um, and congratulations. Thank you. you. We'll see you next year. <laughs> you know, year. if you want to put a little Absolutely. bug in Nora and Laura's ear that they should do the show, that'd be well, great. She needs to meet them first. <laughs> Let's, no, well, I'm just sure. waiting. Yeah. Well, or so. you know, contact Brilliance or you know McMillan and say, hey, you need to talk to these guys. But <laughs> yeah. we're kidding. I think it's I'm kidding. Really cool. I'll try and you know make sure they know about you. Yeah. Thank All you. right. All right. Well, Take thanks care. so much again. Yes. Thank you so much, Susan. We appreciate okay. it. Looking forward to the next book. Absolutely. Take care. Have fun. Thank okay, you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go, everybody. Hi, yeah. Man, you guys don't have to leave. leave. Yeah. <laughs> you can stay on with us. Um, but yeah, no, it's fantastic. We had a fun time with you guys. Yeah. Thanks so you much wanna- for being here. Amy. Thank you guys for making it possible. That was amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for your awesome questions. Yeah. We really appreciate everybody so that we can have a little quick Claire, you're, you know, for being here from all the way. uh, No, because you're in in Britain, right? Yes. Lucky, where are you? Oh, my goodness. He sounds English as well. Lucky, where are you? I'm in Nottingham. Okay. Lucky uh, I'm Ireland? Nottingham, I think she said. Oh, yeah. Nottingham. Okay, England. Cool. Yeah. Um, thanks, guys. Yeah. Ron, uh, where are you from? Exactly. I'm, I'm in Oregon. Oregon. All right. Nice. Sarah, are you here? Sarah, hang on. Sarah or did she dip out? Okay. No, she's still here. I was going to oh, say, she's, she's still on. I haven't oh, asked her. And we know Nisi is from Detroit, wearing her <laughs> Ann Arbor nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we can't say where Dana's from, and we're only we're only teasing. <laughs> Michigan, Michigan State is like the biggest rivalry, especially for Michiganders. It's like the thing. So, um, I'm just giving her crap. Anybody have any questions for us? Yeah. Before we end, oh my no questions. Don's like, oh my god, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> And then I have nothing to say. My brain goes. No, it's fine. It's actually been kind of a long episode. We were we're kind of surprised that it lasted this long. Yeah, we were thinking, okay, about an hour. You know. Yeah, because I had to. You noticed I had to dip out. My sister in law needed a ride at quarter to two. 
or ugh, quarter to three. I keep saying quarter to oh two. My God. <laughs> but quarter to three. And so I dipped out and I was back in 15 minutes, like I said it'd be, and you guys were still going strong. So that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, well, thanks everybody for, for coming and we really appreciate it. Um, so appreciate it. This was yeah. really fun, even though yeah, I missed 20 fun. minutes, but yeah, we, we, yeah. And yeah. Sorry about my dog. I let him in for two minutes no, and he starts fine. barking like a maniac. I drug mine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's just waking up. Oh, God, I love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just was like, dude, go out back. And then I let him in when I left to get Shelly. And yeah, and then all of a sudden he's like barking like a maniac because somebody knocked on the door and it was the mailman for crying out loud. <laughs> you never know. He might, the mailman might come in and kill you. So, well, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Because you guys on low fan, it's, it's a thing. <laughs> so it's fine. But right. yeah. So happy to see you guys. Yeah. This is yeah awesome. This is really fun. Yeah. Fun to have time. I can't really wait. Really yeah. Good. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, thanks for being here. We yeah. appreciate you. You guys Thank are amazing, you. and we'll talk to you very, very soon. Yes. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye, bye everybody. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I think that went well. That went really well. That was really great. Yeah. I feel bad for missing part of it, but I guess I'll be able to listen and yeah, see what happens. Yeah, you'll be able to listen. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure I didn't miss much. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I missed a lot, but, but I, it wasn't I didn't like, miss much. I was, I'm pretty well, sure. No, <laughs> I'm just saying I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have input that much that would make a difference. That's my point. Okay. Um, okay. We were trying to remember um, the one character. <laughs> like, we're yeah, still... I caught that just as I came back. What was it, Kyung? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're like, who the hell was yeah. that? It was like, oh, asshole. that was my answer. Well, I know right. his name. Yeah. Couldn't remember it, okay? I just couldn't remember that he wasn't an asshole. Right, not an asshole. Because <laughs> the the other one was the other one was yeah, Chang. Right. Chang. That was the one that we talked about. In that's, that's what I kept and, wanting to yeah. say, but I knew that wasn't correct. So, well, for some reason, she keeps making the media liaisons Asian, and it's like, right? Okay, Nora, what the hell? Why not? I mean, that's fine, but it's like, all right, so. I'm gonna make some more. Yeah. So um all right. Uh so to round this out, um, thank you all for a you know great two years. I mean, we really appreciate you all listening to us and uh supporting the show as much as you do. Um and hopefully we're here for another two or more. <laughs> Yes. I mean, yeah. we're not even halfway through the series, so right. we've got time to go. Um, thank uh, you, you know Nora. Um, oh, God, Nora. yeah. Um, yes, thank you, Nora, for, thank you, Nora, for writing such a fantastic series. Even though you continue to ignore us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Just saying. You know, I mean, maybe you never. I know. think we like our stepmom better than our mom at this point. Our adoptive yeah. mom. Wow. Is that what it was? Yeah, adopted yeah. mom. Yeah. Um, thank you, Susan Erickson, for being a, a, a guest person. on the show. And so amazing. Yeah. To have you here. I, I really feel like it went better this time. I didn't feel like. Uh, yeah. Because we were this time. At least you two were insanely nervous. I was just like, yes. yeah, whatever. But 
you know, this time it was like, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun having that conversation like with a friend. So, and she's yeah. so smart and, and she I, has so many good things to say. Right. And, yeah. And like we said before, we were kind of sad that we didn't get to talk to her more about the actual series. Yeah. So it was really, yeah. it was really it was nice fantastic. to yeah. talk about the actual series with her and get her thoughts on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was um, beautiful. And um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say, except um, if you need to get a hold of us, you know how to do that. You go on social media and any of the social medias out there, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, just search for Podcast and Death. You can go to our website, www.podcastanddeath.com. Um, send us an email at show at podcastanddeath.com or you can call that number. The number is 205-476-2753. I know that this time because now I'm in the room where my board is and it's written right here. So she's got her board this time, which is beautiful. We're so happy for her. <laughs> I should know that by, by heart now. And apparently I don't according to Well, none of us do, episode. which is ridiculous because we should. Anyway, so thanks to all of you and thank you for the last two years and i guess that's it for this episode of podcast and death we will you know hopefully see you for the next episode and for the next year or two years or however many years we have uh, in the future um so again thank you and for this episode of podcast and death this is aj this is jen this is tara and we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast In-Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205 476 2753. That spells out 205 for Rourke. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch at you.